The largest primate in the world is also the strongest. In fact, the eastern lowland gorilla is among the strongest animals pound for pound. Their size and strength has led to their depiction as classic monsters that Superman and Godzilla need to contend with. But though they seem to be the ultimate primal savage, that may not be the most accurate picture of our jungle friends. With one look into their soulful, knowing eyes, you may think twice about their demeanor in real life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today, well, first of all, thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song to hear more of Cassie's music. So it's Cassie Michelle on YouTube. And thank you to Brian for making the art for this week's episode. To see the art, uh, visit us at ldtaxonomy.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. And today we're talking about the biggest and the strongest primate in the world. But more on that later. I always imagined this animal to be so much bigger than it actually is. Yeah. Because of a certain movie. But we're specifically, we're talking about the eastern lowland gorilla. I think gorilla in general, but... Right? But the eastern lowland gorilla has some interesting... The, yeah, specifically Aspects. the eastern gorillas. There's two subspecies, the mountain and the lowland. And then there's the same thing on the, the, the western the west west side of the Congo. The Westenders. Where there's these lowlanders and highlanders. Mm-hmm. And it's they're really the highlanders are real they're really taking that into account because they're the lowest population. Yeah, so that's because they drive the Highlanders Chevys. can only be one. There can only be one. And they're working towards that. There's like a cup. There's like hundreds. It's in the hundreds. Yeah, it's definitely all the gorillas' fault. <laughs> By they, I mean poachers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant the gorillas. It was like the gorillas are working really hard to be just only one. Uh, but we're gonna call so the, the eastern lowland gorilla is great, but the ELG. ELJ, uh, the but we're gonna call it here Bonky Kong because they're strong and they'll bonk you. Um, <laughs> and Mighty Joe Young. So that's uh, that's yeah. just gonna be your name for the rest of the episode is Mighty Joe. Are they also called the Guar Gorilla or something? Guar's Gorilla? Guar's? Sure. I mean, I would. The subspecies is close to that. Interesting. Do do you know what science calls it? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the subspecies at the end of this long list of other names. Uh, The kingdom is the one you know, love, and are in, and that's Animalia. The phylum is Chordata, class Mammalia. It's got fur. It has milk. It gives birth to live young. I think that's most of it. The highlights. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It doesn't have highlights. It does. Doesn't have uh, frosted tips like it, it uh, does. The the man the the dominant male has frosted tips on its back. That's not frosted tips. That's <laughs> that's uh, touch of gray. <laughs> um, it's salt and pepper. 
um, when I think of Frosted Tips, I think of um, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, J- JT in NSYNC days. Um, the order is Primates, which just looks like the word primates, but if it's Latin, it's Primates. Uh, the suborder is Haplerheni. The infraorder is Simiformes, so like a simian, oh. mon- monkeyish. Uh, the family is Homininae. Yeah, not Homininae, Homininae. Um, the subfamily is, you know, yep, that's right. So the family is Homininae, and the subfamily is Homininae. Got that all mixed up. Uh, the tribe is Gorilini. 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 Huh. Uh, the genus is gorilla. There's a whole genus just called gorilla. Uh, the species is beringi. Beringi. I don't know. B e r i n g e i. Beringi. Um, and the subspecies is groeri, because uh, I guess gorillas will not groeri. They will rise up on wings like eagles. <laughs> we uh. We passed up the opportunity to go with the Western lowland gorilla and have the subspecies just be gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about the biggest boy in the neighborhood. Gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. Marcia, I forget what Marcia, other animal. <laughs> if you say gorilla three times, one appears in, in your room with you and attacks you. Or, if, as we'll learn later, uh, maybe uh, signs to you that it wants to be tickled um <laughs> since we're in the business of naming things it's time for my favorite part of the show critter groups the part of the show where i ask you joe a question and the question is the same every time what is the name of the group of this animal or what is the term of entry or what is the collective noun uh, so i know of- the answer to this darn it you well, might want to look up babies nope babies are babies Oh, just babies? Yep. Darn it. Maybe um, you got went with found a different one. Probably not. Let's let the audience figure it out. We'll give them okay. a nice long pause to uh, to come to, to figure it out. So this is more for your benefit, listeners, than it is for uh, Mighty Joe's. Usually it's for his benefit. All right, so, listener, if you saw a bunch of a group of gorillas hanging out would you say that's a a pack of gorillas b a herd of gorillas c a troop of gorillas or d a family of gorillas i do know the answer to this one i know you know the answer to this one it's all over the wikipedia page maybe we don't say the name and the first person to tweet us will get a shout out or to reach out in any way to, with the answer. The first person we'll, to look it up and to reach out to us gets a shout out next episode. On the next episode. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. All right. And we're Let's not going to say it. The, the, to reiterate, the options were A, pack, B, herd, C, troop, and D, family. Find out what the answer is on next week's episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Critter Groups is just standing there on a planet, screaming and powering <laughs> up for the next Super Saiyan level. Um, let's talk about what it looks like. 
You want to hear what it looks like? Sure. Uh, it's a gorilla. Oh. It's basically, this is your standard gorilla. This is about as gorilla as it gets. If you're picturing a gorilla in your mind, like a, a male silverback gorilla, this is it. Um, they are, gorillas are large, humanoid beasts with large heads, broad shoulders, long arms, stubby legs, and tiny little ears. Uh, they are covered head to toe in black fur, except for their faces, hands, and feet. Uh, but chests. some variants have uh, patches of reddish brown fur. Yes, also their chests are bare. Um, some they, sometimes they have like a little. Some of them are redheads. However, silverback males have a large patch of grayish fur on their backs and haunches. You know, because they're silverbacks. Silverbacks. <laughs> it's punching time in the jungle. Um, they have heavy brows, close set eyes, close set eyes, and a jaw that protrudes out from, you know, so it's not set in their face like ours. It's brought out. Um, and they have wide, flat nostrils. Their feet also have opposable thumbs as well as their hands, allowing them to grasp things just as easily with their feet as they do with their hands, which would be weird, but also very helpful for me because I walk around barefoot in my house and there's a lot of toys on the floor from Mason. And it'd be great to not have to bend down to pick them up. You just pick them up with my, my hands feet. If they're small enough, you can. Yeah, but then it's like, what do I do from there? I really have to hold it. This would be be nice to i would just be able to grab it and walk around like that well it'd be tough to walk around because I'd, I'd have to hop around but at least i can i can hold it firmly and not just like death grip it with just by clenching my toes <laughs> um yeah and also yeah it'd be nice to solve a rubik's cube with my feet too that's on my bucket list but uh it's it would be a lot more a lot easier if i had opposable thumbs down there like a beast from x-men all right, so you said they're the largest, the biggest boys of a gorilla uh, genus tribe. So why don't you why don't you go ahead and tell us just how large? Okay, well that brings us to the beloved measure up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send an audio of yourself saying, singing or chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. Is that all one, Brad? We, no, no. No. We don't have a new measure up intro this week. Uh, it's, becoming a, it's, it's becoming a pattern. We haven't had one in a long time. But we, that means we get to hear from an animal and Carlos has to guess what it is. Bring it on. Okay, without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Is that A, a capuchin monkey, B, a European green toad, C, a galago, which is a like a bush baby. It's not a comedian that uses a sledgehammer to bust up watermelons. No, that's Gallagher, and I didn't know he existed until he was on a commercial. <laughs> really? 
No, yeah. It's it's he, also not an arcade game that oh, where you blast like, spaceships. Why is uh, Weird Al smashing watermelons? <laughs> why is uh, Charlie Chaplin Weird Al with a weird hat? Uh, and, or D, a giant salamander. Ooh, I'm gonna have to rule out giant salamander. We need to do, we need to cover the giant salamander. Have we not done that one yet? I feel like it's been on That's the list. Crazy. Um, I think I have to go with Capuchin Monkey because it's thematically appropriate, and I just that was kind of what I was thinking of when I was hearing it. I was getting a very Pirates of the Caribbean feeling. Final answer. Yep. That is correct. It is yes. a very monkey sound. There was a one like there was a lower sound that I thought might throw you off, but that's a capuchin monkey at bedtime and he's crying because he doesn't want to go to sleep. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> so, let's talk about height. Males can stand up to 5.5 feet, which is 100 or 1.6 meters. So you and I, well, how does it feel to be taller than the the largest primate? Uh, it feels pretty good. I'll just push him over if I ever see him. And he'll laugh at the attempt. Uh, because although he is show, shorter, he's got a much lower cent- center of gravity and a lot more weight. So how many gorillas go into the Republic of Congo's tallest building? I'm seeing on the wikipedia page that the maximum standing height for males is 6.1 feet on the eastern lowland gorilla did you find something else so yeah so 5.5 feet is gorillas in on, on average but the eastern lowland is the largest subspecies so they could be taller up to six feet the tallest building in the democratic republic of congo i guess i'll go with well, here's a hint before you guess. The the tower is the Nabima Tower, and it's located in Brazzaville. And it's named after the country's tallest mountain, which stands at 3,346 feet, I think. I didn't write down the unit. Uh, <laughs> it Three, just stands at 3,346. 3, That's probably meters. Probably. It's not a very tall mountain. Um, uh, but it's also... It makes the Architectural Digest's list of ugliest skyscrapers in the world. <laughs> I think that's kind of harsh. Yeah, that's rude. It looks fine. looks pretty interesting to me. It's all art, right? So you can't really say that it's ugly. Everything uh, has some sort of merit in the eye of the beholder. Which is why you can paint a picture of... a a can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup and that be worth millions of dollars. Yep. Or Van, or Van Gogh can paint a picture of a chair that looks like he has no idea what three-point perspective is and yet that would be worth millions of dollars. Anyway, I'm going to say this thing is 50 stories, so that's 500 feet. And this is five and a half feet? It, the elevation of is 3,346 feet. Oh, that's a that's a small mountain. It's only a it's only a tenth of Everest. And that's a big mountain. It's the biggest mountain. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it's the biggest one above ground, above sea level. Um, I'm gonna say ninety. 
90, 90 gorillas. 90 gorillas standing on each other's shoulders could rest their hands on the top of the this building in Brazzaville. The, the correct answer is 63.2 gorillas. Ooh, I wasn't that far off. 63 gorillas and a baby gorilla. Uh, the tower is 347.7 feet or 106 meters. That's relatively small. It is. And it's a pretty big country, too. It's one of the it bigger is. African countries. Let's talk weight. Their stocky builds and heavy mass make the eastern lowland gorillas the largest primates in the world at 460 pounds or 210 kilograms. That is crazy. Five and a half feet tall at 460 pounds for a human is morbidly obese. But but if you look at their build... But if you look at them, they're, they're just... They, they're dense. Like, they've got to be just all muscle. But they're really pot-bellied, too. If you look at, like, uh, juveniles, they, they're just round little fur balls. So how many worker termites would a gorilla have to eat to eat its weight in termites? Oh, boy. Here's a hint. A termite queen can weigh 30 times the weight of a typical worker. Winged alate termites, which is a word that means it's a winged version of a eusocial insect, I guess. Um, They're also heavier than a worker. Oh, boy. I don't even think I can try to do math on this. I think I'm just going to do a shot in the dark and say, I don't know, 10 million. 10 million termites? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it would take a million to fill up the, uh, like if you had a, a glass receptacle that was the same volume as a, as a gorilla, it would be a million, but gorillas would be a lot denser than that. So I'm just putting a, putting a multiplier of 10 on that. I'm 10 Xing. Okay. 10 million. Mm-hmm. Final answer. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is 233,333,333. Oh, oh, boy. Uh, the worker termite weighs about 0.9 milligrams. Yeah, I wasn't even going to try to figure out that in ounces or whatever. It's like... It's a really big, a really long number. Zero point zero 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 zero. Yeah, I wasn't right. even going to try. But... I, ounces are too big. I don't know what the Imperials were thinking. I, I, I come to that same conclusion with almost every time we try to do this. <laughs> It's like an ounce what? is huge. A, a, an inch is so long, and an ounce is really heavy. So it's like, what? I guess they just didn't really think about stuff smaller than, or lighter than your thumb. Yeah, there was nothing that there was nothing smaller. Didn't exist, or nothing worth measuring at least. The the imperial system the. The only thing I like better than that in terms of the way we measure things is Fahrenheit. I think Celsius is better for certain science things, like because it's you know it's easier boiling point and freezing point. 
but for your day to day, like what temperature is it outside? You're more accurate with Fahrenheit. Yeah, because the difference between one Celsius to the next is bigger. Yeah, it's bigger. So if if I I would much rather have a Celsius uh, a uh, a thermostat that ran on Fahrenheit than Celsius because turning it up one Celsius might kill everybody. <laughs> Uh, maybe not kill it, everybody, no, but, but it, it will. It, uh, it would go from comfortable to not comfortable at all. Your house plants and like chinchillas might die. <laughs> all of my chinchillas are at risk with this darn metric system. My Alaskan pika is not doing well. It's too hot in here. Yeah, it's gonna overheat. Time to switch to Fahrenheit or Kelvin. Kelvin works. Kelvin is also used for science. Yeah, be- almost exclusively. But you have to work with a lot of big numbers because zero Kelvin is absolute zero. I don't even know what freezing is. Three. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's, uh, is that it? That's all I got for right, that. Yeah. For, for That's all it for measure up. Uh, yeah. So the five, five and a half average feet tall, all the way up to six feet tall. But I remember because of Tarzan, the movie, I thought the silverbacks were like six feet tall on their knuckles. Like he was huge compared to Tarzan. And uh, so I remember thinking like, man, if you encounter a gorilla, it's just going to pick you up and throw you 20 yards (laughs) or rip you in half. And it still probably could rip you in half, but just not quite as easily as I had imagined. As one might rip a goat. Oh, what is that from? It's from Samson, the book. It's from Judges. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was from a movie. It would be Sam, easy, that, like breaking a toothpick. No, no. It's like they, they describe... Because Samson kills a lion. And it says he, they, he like ripped the lion like one rips a goat. And I'm like, wait, wait. Are the people back then ripping goats? It's <laughs> like, like, yeah. That's hard. Sounds very... That's That's impressive to me. It's like he, he, you know, Samson ripped a lion in half. You know, like you'd rip a goat in half. <laughs> like, like you I, and your sons and daughters would just rip like, goats in half. I, like, like, like a child could rip a goat in half. You know, like it's easy. That's how easy it was for him to rip this lion. Oh, the rip. I'd like to do a word study on rip, because rip. I'm. It might be like stab or you know something like or tore like that instead of like actually ripping in half. Or not even tearing, just like killing in a different way. Let's do a uh, ancient Hebrew word study on the word. It might rip. be what they it might be how the ancient Hebrews describe like breaking an animal's neck or something like that. Maybe. Interesting translations are fun. All right, let's um, talk about where the gorilla lives. You mentioned the Democratic Republic of Congo, Congo, and you are correct. It lives in a condominium. Yeah, <laughs> Democratic Republic of Condos. <laughs> oh, it's just condos as far as the eye can see. No, that's just like when your uh, when your HOA gets too powerful. <laughs> that's uh, when when you cross the Sunshine Skyway uh, near Tampa and you get to Saint Petersburg. It's just the Democratic Republic of condos, <laughs> <laughs> and then a, a Bubba Gumps, which is really fun to go to. But no, the, the of the Congo, they like the the 
the forests and jungles of sub-Saharan Africa. But because there are so few of them, they inhabit a very small uh, region of this large country and nowhere else. This Specifically the eastern lowland gorilla. Um, the western obviously lives more west uh, in e- the Ethiopia range. So here's some fast facts before we get into the major fact. Um, I bet you think they eat bananas. They're monkeys, right? Wrong. On both accounts, they're not monkeys. They're apes. <laughs> um, and they're, they're the ape-named ape. Did you ever watch George the Jungle? Yes, I did. Okay. I didn't know if I was alone in that. A couple like weeks ago, Brennan Fraser was trending on Twitter for no reason other than people like him. He is a very likable guy. And they were just talking about George of the Jungle. I, I want to watch that again. Um, Bibby never saw it, so I'd have to watch it by myself because there's no way that you could enjoy that as an adult without having without having seen it as a kid. No nostalgia value. It's probably pretty terrible. Like Space it's got a Jam, of, like fun noises and stuff. So maybe Mason would like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has. Does he enjoy the color green? Because that's a, that, that's represented quite a bit. There is a lot of that. Also, bad guy falls down into poop. This is the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was thinking of the ape named Ape. John, John Cleese at his finest. But no, so, yeah, they don't eat bananas as much as you might think they do. They probably would if there were lots of bananas. No, that will, they, if they find a banana tree, they'll actually rip the tree down and eat the flesh of the tree interesting rather than the bananas because they they mostly eat very like succulents like waterlogged plants that absorb uh rain and dew in fact they eat so much of it that they don't really need to drink water that much i saw that they um they'll eat like these very bitter leaves but they'll eat it with at the same time that they eat uh a certain type of bamboo and the flavor together makes it more palatable i'm just imagining a remy the rat situation with but in the gorilla world it's just they all are just eating whatever they come across but one of them is like a foodie yeah he figures out how to combine the the, this bitter herb with uh, delicious bamboo this leaf which bamboo pairs well with this leaf yeah yeah i think it's white bamboo (laughs) or red i don't know with that, I would have white wine. They'll they, so they will eat fruit, but apparently they don't eat bananas. Um, they'll also eat insects, like you said. They eat uh, termites, and that is evidenced by the time Tarzan used Tantor's trunk to blow all of the termites out of the mounds for all the gorillas to eat. While Phil Collins sang about coming of age, I feel like it would be really hard to get a mouthful if they were dispersed in such a way. It looked like they were kind of just running around and picking them out of the yeah that would make sense you'd think that you would like rip open one of the there we go rip the word again break open one of the mounds and then just get like a scoop like a handful yeah yeah oh man i would that's the worst just a handful of ants (laughs) and just put it in your mouth how are they not spicy i have i don't know i guess termites would be spicy Apparently, some ants are spicy. That might be the like acidity. Oh yeah, that's what we we're talking about. The um, the horny toad, the lizard. That was a while ago. Lizard that shoots blood out of its eyes. It gets that because it eats ants. 
and spicy it's, it's, its blood is spicy so that because we were like why if, if something's coming to eat you it's coming to eat your blood why would you take the one of the delicious parts about you and throw it at your enemy a little appetizer yeah it's just listen but but it is it is an appetizer it's like this is what i'm gonna taste like yeah yeah oh that's too spicy for me thanks for letting me know yeah do you do you have any ice cream that i could have i, I need to lay down don't <laughs> just give the give the dingo or the coyote ice cream so like other apes gorillas are known to be incredibly smart for animals at least uh, they often use tools like sticks and rocks. Actually, the word often is kind of generous. It's definitely more often with more common with like chimpanzees. Gorillas and orangutans. don't do it. Don't use tools as often as uh, the other apes do. It was thought, though, that they didn't use them like barely at all. Yeah. But then r- recently we've found like, oh, they actually do have some tool use. That's why in the new planet of the apes movies the leaders are chimpanzees and kind of the lackeys are uh gorillas they're the dumb ones um and then like this this the wise sage is a is an orangutan um but they do the gorillas will use sticks and rocks to interact with the world around them they uh recorded a female using a stick to gauge the depth of depth of water before crossing which is really smart. Um, and then they, like chimpanzees, they'll use a rock to open a nut or something to, to get inside or to break open a tough fruit. But they can also use sign language. There is just the best video, if you haven't already watched it, of Robin Williams interacting with a gorilla named Coco. And they get in what can only be described as the perfect tickle fight. <laughs> They're like talking and then the... There's like a, on behind the camera. There's a the you know Coco's agent manager uh, interpreter. Uh, like the, uh, Coco like makes some hand signals and she's like she wants you to tickle her. <laughs> so the Robin <laughs> Williams just starts poking this this giant gorilla and the gorilla starts to laugh and pokes him back and oh man, uh, it's it's very good. The the and there's you can make a good case that um, Coco recognized robin williams from seeing him in a movie did she watch movies yeah they 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 handed her oh it's great you gotta watch it um they they said it it seemed like she recognized him and then they handed her the vhs of i couldn't see which movie it was um but she looked at it doubtfire um i don't know It, it was this was in 2001 so it could be any number of movies because he was, um, but he was prolific. Yeah. But she looks at it and then she points at it and looks at him, po- points at his picture on the, on the cover and looks at him, um, like taps it a couple of times. And the range, the agent was like, yeah, that's him. So it's pretty funny. And, uh, she also took his glasses off and put them on herself like the same way over her eyes. And then she also stole his wallet just to verify his identity. I want to make sure she was talking to the Robin Williams. And uh, Um, what she like, I'm pretty sure that when she was told that he died, that she she said that she she was like sad. Yeah, I did see that. It was either him or um, no, it was, it was her. I mean, it was, it was um, Robin Williams. 
She also met Mr. Rogers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. And they burp in each other's faces. <laughs> in in the best possible way, I guess. <laughs> it's a it's a greeting to burp in, in a gorilla's face, face so that they can like, like, hey, you are well nourished. I like what you ate. Can you show me to where the bamboo with the bitter leaves is? And I'll show you to where McDonald's is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Coco is a national or was i don't i don't know if she's still uh alive but they live as long as 60 years in captivity so there's a good chance she's she's still alive coco is not alive no oh never mind she was a national treasure other than that that's all i got so let's get into the major fact so do you know what the strongest animal pound for pound is a crocodile no it's a dung beetle but guess is what the really? second strongest animal pound for pound is crocodile again no it's a rhino beetle Darn. but guess what the third animal pound for pound is leafcutter ant leafcutter ant oh yeah it is <laughs> yeah but guess what the fourth strongest animal pound for pound is another bug i'm out of bugs no it's a gorilla oh really yeah huh. so fourth on a list that everything else is insects uh the strongest animal pound for pound so considering the fact that they are vertebrates much heavier and vertebrates that's pretty impressive uh gorillas are as much as nine times stronger than a typical human being and they can lift around 10 times their own body weight that's the equivalent of you lifting a small car that is so crazy like a man how are they so strong they're not that big (laughs) a dung beetle can lift like the equivalent of you lifting a building and then a rhino beetle is like you lifting a train. Uh, but And then a leafcutter ant's like you lifting a heavy, a heavy couch. Yeah, no. Because it's more than... A heavy couch is less than a car, and that's what gorillas are at. Uh-huh. Uh, so, something in between a car... And a train. And a train. A truck. So... They routinely show feats of strength by lifting logs, ripping plants out of the ground, rolling stones with ease. Because of their bulky size, their large canine teeth, and and their aggressive territorial displays, they're often depicted as the ultimate primordial big savage ape, uh, like the original King Kong. But that may not be the full picture. So what is their immense strength for? Uh, silverback gorillas are the biggest and strongest of all gorillas, uh, and they usually rise to the top of family groups. Uh, blackback males are younger and smaller, and they form the rear guard of family groups, waiting in the back to make sure nothing is stalking the fam. Uh, but silverbacks are actually gentle fathers, able to temper their strength to play with uh, babies and young gorillas. Like human toddlers, rough play helps them learn the appropriate applications of strength in social settings. So they usually see these giant silverback gorillas playing with babies, and it's adorable. Mm -hmm. But unlike chimpanzees and some other apes that are true omnivores, gorillas rarely eat meat. We've already talked about what they eat. They like vegetations and fruit and insects. And chimpanzees Uh, like each other. They kill each other. They they don't eat each other as much. I don't think, do they? Um, I, I have to. They I, definitely eat other monkeys I have to on the rag. That. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, 
and other uh, animals. But they have large canines and a bite force of 1,300 pounds per square inch, which is about the bite, which is like twice the bite force of a lion. And it's similar to the bite force of a hyena. Dang. I think hyenas were like 1,200. These guys are very well equipped for and they Africa. Said, whereas um, the hyenas, like, bite force is about their jaw structure, but the gorilla's bite force is all about their, like, neck and jaw muscles, which are very big. So they can bite through bones as well? I mean, I guess they don't eat meat, so they wouldn't do that, but that was the whole point of having such strong jaw, strong bite force for the hyenas so they could eat and digest bones. Yeah, so it's not it's not about uh, biting through prey like bones, but they might use it on tougher plants and bamboo and stuff. Because I think um, I think a uh, a panda also has a pretty high bite force, and they're bamboo eaters. Yeah, I guess bamboo must be tougher than I thought. Although I don't think it is. No, well, I saw a. I saw a BBC journalist eating bamboo with gorillas, so it can't be that. But maybe they use it for crunching on tough plants. Um, but the closest thing, the closest they come to using their full strength is when they fight other rival males to protect the family group for mating rights. Um, when a male reaches silverback status, once they accumulated their miles. Uh, they, <laughs> they're, they're, they Delta miles, miles. Yeah. <laughs> the, they'll leave their family group and try to attract some females of their own. But if they have to, uh, compete with other males, it may come to blows. However, with all that strength fights between rival males often leave both injured or mortally wounded. So they avoid, uh, they avoid a fight like, as a last resort uh, and they'll avoid other groups and are very slow to engage in conflict, but they are pretty territorial, but they'd rather solve conflict with territorial displays rather than a fight. So a recent study like 2020 uh, found that they have very human like territorial behaviors. Um, so they have nuanced, these nuanced behaviors rather than like, a chimpanzee who like chimpanzee groups will just if somebody crosses this very distinct border of their territory they go on a war rampage and kill the other group yeah um but instead uh gorillas have like a loose territory they'll have like a strict center family territory but then around that they'll have a loose territory which can overlap with other group territories so they'll share space, but if they get closer to the core of a territory, then they'll like fight for fight for that area. So like it's an inner circle and then an outer circle. In the outer circle, they'll actually share space. Um, hmm. so it's a this kind of nuanced and intelligent, or more seemingly intelligent way to handle territory civil civil yes uh so if they do have to defend uh males will beat their chest scream 
bare their teeth and use false charges to scare off rivals before engaging in violence. Um, they may even use branches to shake at intruders, like an old man with a walking stick, to increase <laughs> like noise and threatening movements. Uh, but even though they rarely have to use their full strength and have high vegetable diets, their immense strength comes from genetics. So, hmm. like, if you look at a gorilla, they you can see, like, crazy muscle tone, like a bodybuilder's body. Yeah. Uh, but they're not lifting weights, right? So they're they're they they get their strength from walking around in their arms, and they have really high upper body strength. Um, but other than that, they have naturally strong frames. I was going to say uh, I I walk around on my legs, and they're not as strong as their arms. No, but your legs are stronger than your your arms. Yeah, but they're not. They're walking on all fours, so it can't just be their they're they're supporting their own weight alone that makes them like Mr. Incredible strength. Yeah, no. It's it comes from a lot of genetics. Um so mammals tend to be larger not because of predators, but because of mating and competition. Since the spoils go to the strongest, males have grown to be big despite their gentle natures. So their size and strength displays alone alone may be enough to win a contest at this point. So it's 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 interesting that like they're so big and strong that they don't fight <laughs> because if they did fight with other really big and strong males the, everyone could die. It's a nuclear standoff. It's a nuclear it's it's mutual assured destruction. <laughs> yeah, goodness. 9 times stronger than a than a average human. Yeah, they could just they could be one punch man. You can see videos of like BBC researchers researchers going and like sitting with them or like sitting near them. Or Robin and, Williams uh, getting tickled by one. Yeah. Well, wild ones. That I saw a video of this BBC journalist sitting around them and then the family moved off and then the two males uh two like blackback males stuck around and they started like showing off to one another. So, like, they would rip a plant out of the ground or, like, rip a branch off a tree. And, like, then one of them uh, walks over casually and, like, like looks in another dire- direction like he wasn't, you know, planning on doing anything and just kicks the researcher. Uh, not that hard. And then the next one, like, to one-up him just tackled the researcher. Oh, man. Like, with his forearm just pushed into her and she just rolled uh but she she wasn't injured or anything like he wasn't doing it to destroy her he was doing it to like mess around it's like when king kong keeps like setting up naomi watson and just pushing her over and setting her up and pushing her over yeah yeah kind of like that exactly like that uh but pretty scary yeah goodness gracious but there's another video which i didn't link to because it looked there was a it was a gorilla in the zoo and it looked like the gorilla was having a terrible time, because um, it sounded like there was a huge crowd like watching him, and every time he would do anything they would like cheer or like whatever and he looked like he was getting agitated so I didn't link it, but in it he's like doing these displays like beating his chest and like baring his teeth like he's threatening the crowd, uh, but one of the things he's doing 
is taking this huge log, like a full-grown oak tree log, and just flipping it like it's nothing with one hand. And like, it would probably if you could lift half of it, you probably need to use your legs without throwing it. If you want to throw your, if you didn't want to throw out your back, and he's just flipping it with one hand casually. It's crazy. Huh. He's he's getting Hulk strength with his how angry he's getting. Yeah, so I wonder if that's part of the territorial display too. Is like, look how strong I am. I flipped this. <laughs> I flipped this. Unleash your inner gr- mountain gorilla or lowland gorilla. But yeah, that's all I got. Dang, I didn't realize that they were that strong. There's a great picture of a like a, a park worker. Um, in the Democratic Republic of Congo taking a selfie and there are these two gorillas standing behind him and it looks like they're about to drop an like an album <laughs> <laughs> they, they look so 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 intense and so sure of themselves and they're standing on on two feet I don't know just look it up just type in gorilla it's gonna be like the first picture you see so for you out there in podcastia that was the gorilla so chill out with your family, eat your leafy greens, and make sure you're strong enough to pull the ears off a gungar like the gorilla here in Life, Death, and Taxonomy. Hey Taxonomy Titans, thanks for listening to the episode. Just a few quick things. As always, reviews and social media engagement are greatly appreciated, but recommending the podcast to friends is the best way to help us grow. If you'd like some LDT-flavored merch, check out teespring.com slash stores slash taxonomy tees. That's it. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. podcast <laughs> what's a gungar that's what han says to luke after he oh. uh, is healed from his his snowy or, uh, de- ordeal <laughs> he looks strong enough to pull the ears off a gungar and then they proceed to have just the the most well-written conversation between han and leia just great writing I don't know where you get your ideas, laser brain.